And we're live. <laughs> Welcome to Microphones of Madness. Today we will be playing one of the most expensive RPGs on the used market. Stormbringer Edition 5, where you can get a copy of this fantastic book on Amazon for $1,600. So, he's <laughs> Good luck to you, buddy. Sell that book. <laughs> hey, maybe someone will really enjoy listening to this and they'll say, I'm a That's good what, Exactly. I've got, I've got $1,600 burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. Hey. And I'll say this for those of you listening in red states. If it comes down to um, buying Stormbringer or sending money to the Trump Defense Fund, please take your $1,600 and buy Stormbringer and you'll have a lot more fun in your life. I've endorsed that message. And without further ado, our Game Master, Ariok himself, Nick. That'd be cool. Um, today we will be playing the scenario of The Way to Doom from the back of the 5th edition core rulebook that's $1,600. We all paid $1,600 for this rule book. We have. <laughs> I told the kidney for this. Most expensive role-playing game. We borrowed um, it from Sandy Peterson. This, it's actually Lynn Willis's. I don't think Sandy has anything to do with it. I know, but that's where the Kickstarter money went. His name's not on the cover, which makes it okay. And it's all, it's, you know, actually more expensive than Invisible Sun. So there you go. Never thought I'd say those words, but there, there they are. Invisible Sun's a discount in comparison. <laughs> it's a bargain. Um, all right. Um, yeah, like I said, this scenario was called The Weight of Doom. Um, everyone, uh, actually, no, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, it, right now, it is fair time in Mani. Mani is a large Mani is a large city on the western coast of the Isle of the Purple Towns. It is fair time in Mani. The Mani Fair is an annual event, a spectacle enjoyed by thousands. Merchants from many lands gather in the huge open air marketplace, exchanging goods, discussing trade routes, seizing monopolies, and discounting bills of exchange. Friendships and rivalries are made fast, while troops of actors and acrobats alternately entertain and marvel at the pageant passing before their agents. Many, many stalls buy for attention. Pretty much anything that you could ever, like, uh, you know, seek to buy is, you know, offered here. Within reason, at least. No magic swords or anything like that are available. Um... So far, none of you know each other, um, but you have all come to this fair from different lands. Why have you come? Um, I'll go first. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, some of you want to buy things. Others may be looking for food or drink, you know. Was, yeah, go ahead, Steve. 
I am Butrion of House Siconia of Ilmoria. Il, uh, Ilmiora. I am. I'm here uh, because I have. I'm the last in line for the marquedom of my my father's house, and uh, army life doesn't suit me. So I took off, and um, I have some skill in um, in acting. So I came here to see if I can't join an acting troupe. So I'm one, of, I'm one of those guys hanging out, like, at the side of the stage, kind of looking at people. Kind of think like Sokka in the second-to-last episode of Avatar, <laughs> where, where he's just like, you know what would be really cool is if you, like, said, kick a pow <laughs> every once in a while. That's That's me. As you wander through the streets, you can overhear people talking. It's it's really hard to avoid overhearing conversation. Uh, you can hear somebody say, oh, someone cut out the tongue of Clavin the Clever. Clavin knows everything about this town, but now he can't tell anybody. Looks like he sold somebody's secrets once too often. Fucking mailmen. Uh, that's, a, that's like an in-joke, right? <laughs> Clavin the Clever... I get it. <laughs> oh, Wesley, why is Barry here at the fair? Well, you see there, B- Barry's just uh, wandering around the towns because uh, old Lord Meyer's a little too uh, restrictive for one of his tastes. You know, he likes a little experimentation, a little chaos, a little... Uh, magical medicine here and there and uh, he's looking to see if uh, anything out in this big old world can uh, satiate his appetites. Uh, Speaking of chaos, as you walk through the crowd, you can overhear another rumor. Uh, Humble Potter from Utkel, a small town near Mani, was hacked to pieces on his way to the fair. His horse, wagon, bowls, and mugs were not taken. Was it vengeance, mistaken identity, or some type of weird chaos sacrifice? Hmm. Humble Potter, huh? And Rodney, why has Finon come to the fair? Did I pronounce that right? I'm sorry if I didn't. Finon. Finon. Finon is hungry. He's been on the road for a while, and he's looking for something to eat. And to rest his ass from riding that bony horse. You can smell many a uh, fine, <coughs> fine meal around you, mostly roasting meat or like a vegetable stew or something like that. But as you wander through the crowd, you also overhear that the sea wolves of Dorel are gaining strength or gathering strength. People say that this time they sail against the demon kingdom of Melnibane itself. Sea wolves, eh? But after you overhear that, you um, I a really nice stall with um some you know grilling meat, um, a couple of legs of lamb, some roast uh, roasted beef, and some chickens. Um, I will push my way up to the counter. How much? They say, um, as they look you up and down, um... <laughs> Mostly up. 
15 bronze for um, for a leg of lamb. I check my little pouch and realize I only have 10. Um, you can try a bargain roll. Uh, or actually, no, it, sorry. Um, use insight. Sorry, you, you can roll an inside roll to see if the, the, the guy's um, trying to rip you off. Insight, uh, an idea roll, or is that a separate skill? Oh, there no, it's a skill. Oh, I got it. I, got it. I found it. Yeah. Alrighty. And, oh, that is a 38, so success. Okay, you can tell he is trying to rip you off. Are you trying to rip me off? Oh, well, no, no. what do you mean, sir? I, uh, I, I, I offer a fair price. And then all of a sudden you hear someone else from across the way. I sell it for five. He sells it for five. And he goes, well, go on over to him then. Ah, I won't be bothered with this. He's visibly upset that you caught him. Uh, I'm going to go and buy one for five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The guy tells you one and goes, and then he, he tells you, yeah, that guy's uh, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a ripoff artist. Sorry about that. Ah, happens. But here you go. Thank you. You wouldn't happen to know of any rich idiots that uh, might need someone like me. Um. And uh, I will flex my heavily tattooed arm as I leg of lamb. Well, unfortunately, the the one person I would point you to was robbed last night. Uh, yes, Ben the Yellow. Um. Seems they to be uh, right. <laughs> yeah they uh they would have <laughs> exactly yeah right <laughs> that's a good one um yeah unfortunately they were robbed last night so I, that would have been the, the person I would have pointed you to but I, I I bet if you know if you if you wander the fair you'll probably find somebody that that could help you out like um you know there's people from far and wide here <laughs> all over the young kingdoms. I thank you, and I'll uh, wander through the crowd, <laughs> like, like a, I guess like a turkey leg at a Renaissance fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a really big one, you know. <laughs> um, you know, it would normally be for like a family of five, but you're really hungry. Yep. Or maybe a family of 20. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> That's a big piece of meat now that I think about it. Uh, and for um, five bronzes, too. But I imagine, you know, it. he's size 18, so it's probably like, looks like a turkey leg. There you go. Yeah. You're a big guy. <laughs> Fucking huge. Um, Steve, what is, um, what is Boutreon doing? Pretty sure that I've cornered some uh, players in between, <laughs> in between uh, acts, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, uh, "Well, I've played Sax FDM, and the base tragedy of Sax FDM really is that it's not so much that he was in love with a mortal, but that, well, um." 
he longed to be immortal. They say, "All right, well, let's let's do an impromptu." They, 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 <laughs> you're talking to two people, and they both look at each other. They go, "All right, let's uh, let's do a uh, impromptu uh, audition right here." Oh, uh, we got hamburgers. A, we have an audience. We have an audience right here. All these people. Uh, let's see what you got. Let's uh, let's see you draw. Let's see you draw the attention of some people around here. Oh, Matt, but you do that. I, I I I don't have a script. Oh, we're all improv artists here. What Come is on, this you, improv? You can you can do this. You can. Oh, oh hamburgers. <laughs> Um, oh, my love, it would be so delightful if you were but Mel Nibonain. Then, yes, we can live in bliss, but alas, alas, you are but a slave. Line. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm kind of imagining him as like Clayface from the Harley Quinn show. <laughs> like he's like really overacting. I don't right, think you can. Oh God! <laughs> I remember that now. Give me an oratory roll, I guess. I made it by two. <laughs> All right. People start. People start like you know, paying attention to you and uh, looking at you. And um, do you continue? Yeah, as I get as as you know, more people are looking at me. That I uh, I gain my confidence and start pontificating on the the tragedies of falling in love with human slaves when you are but emperor of all you survey. And uh, more people, people, the people start clapping. You know, the crowd grows larger, and uh, you hear the two people behind you. Oh man, this guy's actually pretty good. Shit, he's gonna make us look bad. Um, <laughs> um, and and you know, you continue onward, but afterwards the. You look back at one point, and the two guys are gone. They've disappeared. Um, it looks like you uh, might have scared them off with how good you actually were. Oh, uh, it looks like I've done it again. <laughs> Hamburgers. Well, uh, maybe yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go and get some uh, food. Over at um oh that stall looks nice. I wonder who Benigan is. <laughs> Lord Lord Applebee's. So <laughs> the crowd disperses and like you hear some chatter. Um, uh, you hear that uh, you hear somebody talking about uh, oh yeah, everyone's talking about or you, you hear people talking about eastern trade routes. Um but specifically there's a Count Smeorgan Baldhead. Who may sponsor an expedition to rediscover the unknown East? Um, and Barry, what are you, what are you doing? 
<clears throat> well, you know, I'm just uh, searching around, seeing if I can find anyone hawking any uh, potions or spells or any type of knowledge I might need. Um, there isn't anybody really selling those type of items here. There is a church of law nearby that kind of keeps like, kind of keeps uh those like those type of chaotic items down. Mm. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you you overhear that another cut purse was caught. That makes nineteen pickpockets taken so far. Their severed right hands are on display near the fair's platform for lawful proclamations. Wow. The Church of Law also sponsors debates and philosophical inquiries. Mm. Thieves are not suffered on the island. Beware. Mm. All right. Well, in that case, then, is there anyone uh, lying around some texts on the uh, whole physic and whatnot? You know, something that allowed me to at least uh, perform the uh, legal side of doctrine? Oh, yeah. You can find something like that. Um, say like one of the stalls is like a like a used book equivalent, like you know a book stall. Mm -hmm. uh, and you find some charts uh, that have information that you have not learned yet. Ooh, and that you can study over time. How delightful! I will uh, partake of this uh, fine knowledge here. How okay. much, my good man, to uh, satiate the uh, knowledge thirst? So, for ten bronzes, you can take you can have three um, scrolls of physic. I guess was the way to call it. Mm, seems fair, seems fair, my good man. I'll uh, let you have those uh, ten bronzes. And uh, remember, if you. Uh, and uh, if you see any um, scrolls that uh, are for a more discerning client, please uh, do keep me in mind. Sure, sir, but we... Uh, yeah, I, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> well, thank you, my good man. Thank you. Um, so as you guys, you know, all conduct your business and wander through the fair, you know, checking out stalls, you know, maybe playing a game here or there. There's one side show in particular that catches everyone's attention. Uh, there's a brightly painted cart. The sides folded down to reveal a huge pair of golden scales, large enough to weigh an entire person. There's a short, muscular man with a thick mustache and long black hair who proclaims, Balance your troubles on the golden scales. Truths told. Accurate weights and measures provided. Free gifts for the children. Come one, come all. To the amazing scales of Fargan Morb. And uh, a crowd starts gathering around Fargan Morb. And you guys can't help but um, be intrigued by this. Um, he, uh, a, a, a guy comes up to him and goes, a, a drunk, a drunk person comes up to him and goes, um, how, how much, how much is for the, for the, for the scales, uh, for the weighing? And the, uh, Fargan Moore says, only one bronze to test the golden scales. 
And he goes, oh, a bargain. And he gives him the one, the one bronze. And he gets in the scales. And he shouts, the Temple of Law takes fair taxes. And everybody, or, and he just is rudely ejected onto, onto the ground. It just, the, the scales immediately throw him off. And the crowd just roars with laughter. <laughs> but you can see as you scan the crowd that several Templars of Law among the Watchers are not amused. Hmm. I'm just going to keep watching. Okay. And, and see uh, what the, the next person does. I have my secrets, so uh, I'm going to avoid having truths unveiled. Oh, I'll do it. Um, for a bronze, for one bronze, and and what I I can ask anything I want, or say anything I want. You can ask anything you want or say anything you want. I'll I'll give him a bronze. Okay. And I'll say Oh, oh, I always get nervous in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, uh the Clever had his tongue cut out. Uh at first the scales seem to bounce miraculously against nothing at all and then they begin to plunge wildly up and down up and down like you're on like a yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, roll roll for your dexterity try to um so I said oh just I get it yeah dex on five yeah. Um I missed that by four. Oh, okay. So you get thrown off for one point of damage as you fall on your butt. <laughs> oh hamburgers. Um well, that was a that was actually kind of fun. The the crowd laughs at you, but um Fargan Morb helps you up. And he, he gives you his coin back, or he gives you your coin back and says, I'm sorry, folks, I did, or, I, or I'm sorry, sir, I, um, I I didn't think that the scales would throw you off like that. And then he he um, shakes your hand and he kind of pulls you in close and he says, uh, and he whispers in your ear, I would like to talk to you privately about what the scales have told me. Come to my camp this evening in the meadow near Potter's Hill. Gold. Um, you can roll an insight roll if you want to to see if you know is genuine or not. I made that. Uh, his invitation is earnest and without ill intent. Okay, that was Potter's Hill. Um, the meadow near Potter's Hill. Yeah, so yeah, Potter's Hill. Sorry, just jotting down notes. Mm. And what was his name? Fargan. Fargan Morb. Must be really important. He has a last name. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why this game is worth $1,600 because it predicted the rise of the Morb. 
Barry, what are you doing? Well, I think I will inquire about that humble potter now as I flip the uh, humble gentleman a coin. Uh, he catches it. He says, go ahead and step on it or place your object in the scale. All right. Well, I shall, in fact, uh, sit down on the scale and uh, question about that humble potter being attacked uh, by some chaos uh, interested folks. Uh, once again, the scales balance miraculously, and then suddenly you get thrown out of them. Uh, roll for dexterity. Uh, dexterity, huh? Dex uh, times five, which is 50. All right. Let's see what happens I do that. Oh, yeah. I see the roll 88. Okay, you also take a point of damage as you uh, fall on the uh, fall on the on the ground. Ooh. Oh, oh, piffle! <laughs> this is a great right, thing. At this, at this finite, you have to now match. Your intelligence against his intel, the bargain morb's intelligence, in order to um, resist getting onto the scales. Okay. Uh, or you just go on them. Um, okay, let's see. All right. So, how do we do this intelligence map? The resistance table. Resistance it's table. back. It's back, baby. Woo! We're in a party like it's 1978. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or whatever in fuck. Holy shit. What the fuck is this thing? I'll build my own resistance table with blackjack and hookers. hookers. As a matter of fact, forget the resistance table. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, you, you know what? I have one. I found it. I have one. All right. Here's <laughs> 14. Here's 14, minus 21. You have to roll a 15 or lower. Okay. Nope, that's a 17. So. Okay. So you, um, you final, your, your curiosity gets the better of you. You think that you can, uh, you can either you know, beat the scales, or at least you can land on your feet if you get thrown off. Uh, so, you hand over your bronze to the or, um, what do you, how do you do this? You, you hand over your bronze to the guy, you get in the scales. What sorcery is this? Uh, the scales balance and then lay you down gently. At that, Fargan Moore also refunds you your bronze, and he also says, uh, I would like to talk to you privately about what the scales have told me. Come to my camp this evening in the meadow near Potter's Hill. 
And you can also roll an insight roll if you want to, to see if his invitation is earnest or not. Also, if once you guys make these rolls, go ahead and make a check mark on them like you would do for Call of Cthulhu. Well, I failed one, that one. one. step ahead of you. Did I did I um uh, get that invite as well? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I've I've forgot to to do that. You All also right. got the same invitation and you can also roll insight if you want to. All right. I will take a shot on insight. Amy, he seems honest. So yeah, each of you have gotten an invitation to Potter's Hill. Yeah. That evening. And as the sun sets, the merchants close and lock their stalls and pack up their merchandise and take it home for the night. Soon the only sounds come from the stages nearby where the actors and entertainers have come into their own. Revelry and merriment continue long into the night. The food stalls stay open, etc. Um, at one point, you find out that Potter's Hill is on the East Road, about a mile from town. All right, I'm gonna get my <clears throat> my uh, marinara fries to go, I guess, and just head to uh, head to the the, the site. <laughs> I'll meander out that way. Yep, I will also uh, meander about. And I suppose hit that way as well on the way. As you make your way, a sea mist rises from the coast and soon thickens into a fog. Then a friendly looking fire becomes apparent. It illuminates. It illuminates more. Illuminate. It illuminates Morb's brightly painted wagon parked beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Morb sits on a camphor wood chest, a rug over his shoulders against the evening chill. A large pot simmers over his fire. Morb's thick mustache and long black hair are mysteriously gone, replaced by a smooth face and close-cut brown hair. His pleasant expression is unmistakable. Uh, the sides of his wagon have been folded up, concealing his scales. Um, as you as you approach, uh, roll search rolls. Missed it. Failed. Okay, everyone missed it. Yep. Okay. Miserably. So, um, as you each approach individually, um, who's who's got the highest decks? Or whose whose horse has the highest decks? Uh, My horse's decks is a twelve. Eleven. Ten. Okay. So you know that's that makes things easy. Um we'll just go into just ascending order, descending order, whatever. Um Steve gets there first, then Wes, and then or no, then Rodney, then Wes. Right? But as each of you get there, um, you're offered spring water or good ale, a generous pull of bread, and a bowl of vegetable stew. Mm. Um, I, I offer him my marinara fries. 
Oh, he's he speaking says, my language here. From Bennigan's. I will indulge in the ale and the, and the broth. Oh, so, uh, oh, uh, more of it looks like you're uh, a bit of an actor as well. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I see now that you, uh, I, I pull my own mustaches, that you, uh, Trad the boards a little, yes. Uh, yes, and let me let me tell you, my name is actually Fargan Brass. Um, uh, I can I can tell you more once you. Well, why don't you all each introduce you uh, introduce yourselves to each other? Um, Thank you for the indulgence, my good sir, and to all of you, I am Barry Convex. Lately of Lormar, Lormire, and currently of this particular spot to which you observe me. Uh, yeah, my, I'm, uh, my name is, it's Butrian, um, Ilmiorian. Uh, I'm an actor. <laughs> yes, actor. And acting, you, and you do act enough to, uh, entertain... And then he asks, um, where have each of you been? Where are you going? Oh, well, anywhere but um, <laughs> You know how it is. Not that nearly is enough. How is it? Um, not welcoming. Why, did you screw the wrong princess or something? Oh, heavens no. No, if if I had screwed the the wrong princess, that would probably be okay. No, I just refused to. Uh, I just refused to do things for. I don't know why I'm saying this in front of you strangers. Really, oh hamburgers! It must be the night air. It's getting to me. Take a mouthful of 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 bread and stew. <laughs> And how about you two? Well, you know, I'm try- been, been, a bit, been a bit around the southern southern coast myself, trying to find a good knowledge, a bit of uh, entertainment, whilst I perfect my medical knowledge, among other things. And you? Any points to you, Finnan? Well... I hold my right arm out toward the fire. Amid the tattoos, there is a section of flesh that has been branded where the tattoo that was there is scarred. Exile. Ah. Oh, hamburgers from where? Picarade. The Highlands. But we all have our past, don't we? That we do. That we do. Well, that I actually mean to tell you, you gentlemen, you, my friends, are destined to become companions for a time. That oh, is what the scales have told me. What does this hamburger mean? Uh, companions, huh? It's been a while yes. since I've enjoyed companionship. They don't stay intact very long. 
Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Sometimes you have companions, and you know, oh, they—it's uh, all great until they lock you in in underground for a few days uh, because they say the world has ended. <laughs> oh yes, that is a reason why those things can happen. Oh yeah. Well, after that, I ended up being. Uh, Oh, uh, well, uh, my, my parents were very, very upset because I was missing for a few days, so they they punished me. It was, uh, it was upsetting. Oh, yeah. Companions. Whew. Is there food and money in it? Um, there is no... Wait, what? Food and money. Um, I'm... There's not food and money in, in for anything. I just know that you gentlemen will be companions for a while. Um, mm. That is what the scales have told me, and the truth of the scales is always for all to see. And there is more. Have any of you heard of the mystic Tanalor? Nope. I have yeah. not, but I feel like... Oh. Of course I have, but, you know, my, my, my father says that Tanlorn's a place where, oh, where you go to, to, to when you're punished. Yep, you go there to, it's big timeout. Uh, it's not a timeout at all. It's a place of relaxation, a city of eternal peace where those who honor life can rest from strife and war. I ask if you know of it because the scales indicated that you few... Of all those measured today, may one day reach Tanalorn. The scales accepted each of you, for each of you sat suspended in the scales for a moment without a counterweight. But none of you are ready for Tanalorn, for then the scales swung wildly up and down. The meaning is clear. Each of you are tempted by the extremes of chaos and law. Fanatics and zealots foolishly seek salvation from those forces. Only the balance offers true enlightenment. Probably make you sit in the corner and stare at the wall all day in Tanalorn. Uh, oh, what a fascinating description of a viewpoint. No mere viewpoint. I do not lead the scales. They lead me where they will. I serve the balance where kindness, mercy, and trust exist. There you will find one like me. All of us bear the same message. The road to Tanalorn is long and uncertain. Before their cups are full, the young people have no reason to look for it. In the end, though, the way is lonely, and peace and self-acceptance are the only things worth seeking. Oh, Ambers. And then after he finishes his speech, you guys notice that you have finished your meal and you feel some form of odd strength and vigor from the stew, and you actually have six temporary health points or HP added for the next six hours. Oh my. Gonna go digging around in my pack for my copy of the uh, 
the five act tragedy of Saks FTN, I'm going to run my lines. Yeah, you can do that. Hmm. You got any more of that ale? I was press a bit of medic medicine now. Um, do you guys have any questions for him? So, um, what are we companions to actually do? Um, companions on the road to Tantalor and peace. <laughs> oh, is this the road to Tantalorn towards the east? Um, as I heard that, uh, some bald guy is uh, looking to go to the east. Uh, he says, "That's a that's." It's um, the road to Tantalorn. You will find it once you um, once you have gone on many adventures and have learned how to um, follow balance and and um, find the reality that is nurtured in the human heart. Yeah, he's speaking riddles. It's always this way with, and I kind of look around and say, like in a very large stage whisper, whisper that I'm sure this guy can hear. Religious fanatics. <laughs> and with that, he says, "I must sleep." And he uh, he bids you all a good night, and he warns you, "Stay to the road. If you lose your way." You may wander a long time on a night such as this. And with that, he retires into his, his, his covered wagon. Mm. Uh, you guys can do a, a, a search roll again, but give yourself like a 25% bonus. All right, let's do that. You're closer. It's the firelight. Well, I will make it with a 25% bonus. I still fail. They're all at 92. Uh, I made it. Okay. Sorry. Those okay. of you who made it, note there are chips and cuts in the wood as though someone has attacked it many times. Can I ask you a question? It's a mechanics question. Yeah. So if we make a um a roll with a bonus, do we get to check it off or is that kind of like no? Uh, why not? Yeah, give it go ahead. I would give it the check. I would fail every roll so far. Well, I will. I'll point that out. <clears throat> oh, either our friend is a very not a very discerning uh, collector of firewood, or something was here violently. Mm. Finally, something a little more entertaining from him than uh, peace and calm. <laughs> He could have been just practicing. The stew was very good, I thought. Yes, it was. I will have to find the recipe for that. Is the pot still hanging from the trivet? 
It is. I'm going to look in the pot and see if there's any more. There is. I am going to try and natural world that pot. It's I want to know there. Natural world the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> natural world the shit out of that pot. <laughs> Actually, Actually, I made a roll. There you go. Write that check down. Um, it's a mix of you know vegetables from all around the young kingdoms, and nine different rices and several different spices. Mm. I'm going to try to distill this down my own private personal magic tincture. Truman Capote has a has a uh, point though. I'm going to natural world the shit out of these. Uh, these marks, like the claw marks or axe marks on the wood, on the trees and stuff. And I will fail that. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> just like looking at trees. <laughs> I'm going to eat some more stew because it was tasty. Just looking at trees, reading lines from the tragedy of Saxif Deanne. What do you see over there? Trees. What's your name again? Butrion. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to call you B. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Ah! What are you doing creeping around like that? Oh, well, you know, one has to practice uh, moving around discreetly. Otherwise, indiscreet things tend to become exposed. I have the fuck you just said. What was your name again? Barry Convex. Wait, both of you start with B? Indeed. Well, your B, the actor... The actor, and you're just convex. And you are good, sir. Well, I am also a doctor, among other things. You're convex. That'll do for now. My name's Fennin. Damn. Uh, Fennin. Ah, uh, you are a uh, sizable amount of uh, human flesh and meat there. I spilt water on my book, and now it's only worth fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, <laughs> darn it! That damn man depreciation. <laughs> uh, convex, convex. Is that a uh, is that a Vilmarian name? Lormeyer, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does give me an idea. Bear Comic is dressed white silk, white silken robes. Lots of, lots of sparkly bits on there. You all know what he's doing. And well, he's an albino, correct? He is not. He's not, okay. Yep, he is not an albino. But he does have ten fingers and no pinkies. What the fuck that. is up with your fingers? I found that as a result of an early attempt at some uh, alternative medicine on myself. It uh, does have a nice uh, affect, don't you? Th- don't you think? It's unnerving, is what nope. it is. 
Well, it does prevent people from looking me in the eye. They find that uh, more unnerving. Then I'll stay away so, from that. What's a doctor? Well, in my case, I do try to apply the um, healing to those who are ill. And sometimes uh, I try to see if I can find and identify problems that weren't already identified and um, fix them. Oh, not? a physicite. No, it doesn't ever work. Sometimes. Sometimes bones are mended. Sometimes bones are added. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. Just kind of look up and go, Southerners. <laughs> well, don't you worry about your, my, um, your little tiny head there. Should you be in need of some physic, I can uh, definitely apply my skills to uh, get you rise rain. And then some. Sawhorse. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Um, the fire starts dying down at that point. You guys realize that you guys actually don't have any shelter out here yourselves. Well, I have um, I have some rooms back in town if you gentlemen would care to. Well, I just can't leave you out here. Is this the start of the proverbial road? Oh. Yeah, there's a road next to it. You guys followed the road to come back or to get here. Well, that's the literal road. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fine. I didn't think of having a place to sleep. It is getting dark. I'm going to sleep in a barrel. Um, well, uh, a few, uh, well, a few years ago, I had, uh, I was in the, the wrong place at the wrong time. I was just trying to get a peek, you understand. And uh, my, when they found out, my parents made me sleep in a, in a barrel for three days. Your parents are right bastards. Mm. I know how that can be. Unfortunately, that isn't the case. If only it were. Well, there. I'm sure that um, given the right circumstances and the uh, right means and tools, one could uh, make that particular plea true if need be. (laughs) Let's imagine. Wait, are you saying you can go and make my my father fatherless? I suppose one day it's possible. It's one. It's uh, one of many talents I am. Uh, or either. motherless, I guess it would be motherless. I'm sure the capacity exists somewhere. Just a matter of learning how. Are you guys having this discussion as you guys are walking back? Sure. Riding back. Yeah. We have horses. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm riding my horse and Cervante. Come on, Marvus. And suddenly. I said, come on, Marvus. Damn fool horse. As you guys ride, um, suddenly through the fog, uh, another rider appears in front of you guys. Um, it's a, it's a tall, 
It's a tall man. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. Say it again. Did the oh, wind I, begin to howl? Yeah. We begin to howl. And my cake or the flutter. Um, you you hear your part, adventurers. I would have a word with you. Uh, as as out of the night emerges a tall man in black armor riding a horse. And then he shouts back, uh, you have or you've seen Fargan Brass? A faint phosphorescence outlines him in the mist. Um, no, no brass here. We are just going back. Yep, just going back to the old inn for some mulled wine, maybe some curly fries. Yes. Care to join us? Oh, I, I hear they have a great shrimp cocktail. You see him, um, he frowns, and he says, Brass has contaminated one among you. I cannot tell which one yet, but I, Staring of Chaos, am your doom. And he approaches the adventure slowly on horseback. You guys have one full combat round to make preparations before he gets to you guys. So are we, are we wearing armor? Yeah, you guys are wearing everything okay. that you know. All right, care. Uh, I will ready my bow and uh, have my horse take several steps backwards. I'll slide off the horse, grab my shield, draw my short sword, and start banging it against the shield. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I touch my chest and recite the incantation for Hell's Armor. I will drop four magic points into it. Let's see. Ooh. That's not a bad idea, that. Um, magic, huh? Gosh, would, you rather, would you rather cast a spell instead, Wes? I think I will. I forgot I could do that when I was looking there. Oh, that's <laughs> the whole point of your character. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm a sorcerer. I'm good. Okay. Oh, oh, I can of hell of hell sharp flame into my bow. Okay, I'll I'll allow it to you know make the the arrows flaming when you like you know yeah. you fire them. I give an extra damage. Yeah. <laughs> I think normally you're supposed to cast it on like one blade at that, but whatever, right? I don't know. It's a, well, there's a different one for different types of weapons, so it's like uh, impaling. We it says one point damage per impaling weapon, so there's one for blunt weapons and edge weapons, right? But he's saying that like you, it's a missile weapon. Oh, oh, I thought, oh, okay, I misread. That. I thought it was an impaling weapon. Okay, that's why. Huh. Well, no, all right, so impales a quality. That a weapon can have, mm -hmm. like an arrow can impale, a rapier can impale, but a mace cannot impale, right? Ah. But they're all, but all three of those are different types of weapons. You, one is, you know, a a, uh, a type two, which can either thrust or slash. Um, the 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 um, arrow is a type twenty five, which is a uh, you know a missile weapon. But, but I think it's out. specific. Yeah. Wow. So, but I mean, he said he'd let you do it because. Yep. 
So I'll make that. there you go. Um, all right. So you cast that, Steve. You cast um, Hell's Armor. Hell's Armor. It and just adds there. four points of armor to me. Yeah. That I add to my roll. All right. And then suddenly you guys see um, out of the mist two more two more people show up. It seems like they're uh, they're companions of Starin's. Um Why don't they have stats in the back? All right. There's oh, no. That's why their stats are right there. Okay, I found them. Um, two other guys appear out of the fog to pair off with uh, the other two of you. But Starin specifically says, though this isle be a cesspool of law, a proper tariff exists even here for listening to the wiles of the balance. Who among you will pay my price? And then he starts, he puts his finger in the air, and then he points at um, does anyone volunteer? First off, before he points at someone. I'll pay your price in blood! I... Okay, so volunteers. <laughs> well, also, I pull my helmet over my head and raise my rapier and say, "I volunteer." <laughs> I would very much like to talk to you, gentlemen, about uh, your chaos affiliation and uh, what riches it's brought to you so far. All right, so both of you volunteer. I just want to fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I just, I'm just been here with Robbie. Do you want to fight? The, we can uh, pick whichever guy. one of us. I'm like laughing. Okay. Like yeah, he yeah. literally went from like this. Oh, I'm gonna get punished to like. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shove your chaos loving head right up your arse. Uh, he points. He points at. Um, out of you two, who has the most of the higher path? Hold on, wait, let me see. 11, 17. All right. Um, he points at he points at Finnan. He says, You you will pay the price. Come and get some sweet cheeks. Alright. Um and at that, uh, he charges you guys. Um or he's he's now at you guys or you know up in melee range of you guys uh as well as the two companions you guys can't or let's see let's see who let's do this in dex order Ugh. his dex is 19 um so he will attack first and then you guys can go and then the companions will go so uh Finnan, he will attack you. You can parry or dodge. Where is my other die? There it is. Um, I will attempt to dodge. Okay. Um, that is a successful dodge. Okay. Yep, he he f- swings and misses. Ah! And then... Um, <laughs> then uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> now it's your guys' turn. Um, let's see. I think the highest dex goes to. Um, I have thirteen. Goes to Finnan. So Finnan, you can uh, make your counterattack. All right. Um, 
Damn, you're a big dude. Yeah, I am thinking I would like to hit him in the face with the sh right off the bat. All right, dude. Do your shield match. Where's the special rules for that again? Uh, that's what I'm looking for right now. Spot rules for combat. Yeah. Uh, what page is that? It's Roughly. Yeah. I it's... just saw it. I forgot to write down. It is. Hold on. Weapon tables. Spot, spot rules is on 127. All right. Oh, no. That's. It might not be in spot yeah, rules. It's above spot rules. Tag and parry. Never mind. One Captain America thing. Oh, uh, page 118 is shields. Knockback is page 131, 132. Thank you. With a $1,600 non-index book. <laughs> Knockback attack. There we go. Which is spot rules. I was right the first time. All right. <laughs> Uh, successful attack roll with the sh nice. 16. Alright, so you knock him. And since you guys are all on horseback, I'll say that you knock them off the horse. Excellent. Clang! Uh, let's see, who's next? I think it is Butreon. What are you doing? All right, so I am going to attempt to. Um, I guess I'll get one of the the companions. Okay, is that cool? If I uh, run pat like gallop pat or trap past him like a, uh, you know, and swipe him as I as I go by him. Yeah. With my rapier. All right, so. I hit. Okay. Let's... So I rolled a uh, a fifty four. If that means anything, so it's not quite. It's not a uh, a, a critical, but it's just a regular success. They fail their dodge. All right. So it's going to do five, six, seven, eight points of damage. Oh shit. Okay. Um. As, as I gleefully cry out, <laughs> taste my blade! You are not the only agents of chaos walking the night. If someone takes more than half their points in damage in turn, isn't that a major wound? It's a major wound. Yeah. And then they have to roll on the major wound table. Yeah, all right. That's what I thought. I was like, where's the major wound tape? It is. It fumbles. Sounds like it should be in combat, right? Oh, I found the resistance tables on page. Um, oh, there it is. Major wound effects. Let's see. Let's see what you did to them. Actually, you can, you, you can roll. Roll, a, roll D100. Uh, 87. 87. Um, you, ooh, you puncture their lung. Ooh. Um, they lose 1d6 coming. They're now unable to fight. Oof. 
and I say, I say, I am Patreon Siconia, Marquis de Chaos. <laughs> All right. Uh, Barry, Barry, what are you doing? Barry? Oh, well, sorry, I didn't quite hear you. Oh, yes. What I'm doing. Uh, yes, well, I'm going to put an arrow into one of those guys just standing there. Yeah. Okay. Let's set, some guy, let's set somebody on fire. Sounds good. I just want to set the <laughs> world on fire and get a place in your heart. One thing that is constant across every game we play. What's that? Bad singing? Wes can't carry a tune. And I also cannot see the roll. I rolled a 99. It's hit. 99! Rumble. It's a fumble. Yep. Right? Yes. It is. Okay. Fumble. Let's see. Where's the fumble table? Hand to hand uh, fumble table. Missile weapon, missile weapon fumbles. Roll a 1d6. I'm retiring these die. A nine. That's a six. <laughs> you rolled a six? Yes. Oh. Uh, you see that you have not unpacked some or all of your ammunition, and this attack is the last possible one. Um, roll luck. Okay. Uh, luck. You make it. You have a luck of 105. Um, you are going to need. Okay, it's going to take a round to get to grab the uh, the pack of arrows that fell off the horse a little ways back. <laughs> so the next round, you have to retrieve your arrows. That'd be worse. Different dice. All right. Um, the one lone companion that you um, that you fired an arrow at and missed um, now is going to try to attack you, Barry. Um, you can dodge. Or you can't... No, you can't parry. You don't have a sword out. No, yeah. do I have a... Alright, send a dodge. Uh, there you go. Put some points into this. Thank goodness. I rolled 23. So you dodge? Yes. Okay. They swing you. Yeah, they miss. Um... So that means that we are now back to... What's this guy's name again? We're now back to Starin. Starin will try to attack you again, Rodney. Um, or again, uh, Finnan. All right. Um, I'll dodge again. Okay. And that is a failed dodge. Okay. Uh, they hit you for six points of damage. How so now you should... Well, you should be able to roll your shield and your armor, right? To mitigate that. Uh, I think the shield is only for parry, but I can roll a d6. Is taking five. So okay. Is he still on the ground, or did he get up? He's on the ground. I should have told him. I should have probably had him get up. But yeah, he's on the ground still, because I didn't have him get up. He's trying to stab at my feet. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'll get you in the knees. Oh, he's a tall guy, remember? He's a... What's his size? Oh, his size is only 16. Okay, well, that's tall. He's lanky. He's a tall, lanky dude. Um, it's now your turn, Finnan. All right. Um, yeah, I'll try to stab him while he's down with the short sword. He will dodge. He dodges. Oh! He says, ha! You'll have to do better than that. Oh, I'm just getting warmed up. Um, Butrion, what are you doing? I wheel around and say, now, you will leave, or I will find where you are living. I will take your beds, and I will put itching powder in your beds. <laughs> and then I uh, attack um, this guy that's attacking um, uh, Fennin from behind. Okay. With my rapier. I rolled a 27. I hit. What? <laughs> uh, he makes his dodge. Curses. He definitely moves out of the way of your rapier as if he also fences. Um, Convex, what are you doing? Uh, well, let's see. If I have my arrows, I will, let's see, put an arrow in this guy. Oh, you have to go get the arrows. You have yep. to spend the round getting the arrows. Yep, I'm getting the arrows in. Okay. Um, you get your arrows back. Um, the companion is now going to try to attack, um, Butreon, since you're now fighting close by. Uh, okay, so so I'm going to try and um, parry. Okay. He makes his attack. I made my parry. Okay. Playing, you, uh, you know, you parry his sword oh, no. right here. I have enough itching powder for your bed as well, my friend. Okay. Um, it is now... Um, You're unaccustomed to making threats, are you? Staren, it's time to attack. Staren will attack you, Finn. Hi. Uh, he's successful with his attack. All you right. can parry or not. Uh, that is a successful dodge. All right. Uh, you can attack back. All right. I am going to bash him with the shield again. Oh, that is a miss. Okay. So you try to bash him with the shield and swing and a miss. Um, Butreon, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm just going to put this rapier into the other companion. And that is a hit. Okay. Uh, the companion will attempt to dodge. There it is. Not with that roll, though. So uh, go ahead and do your damage. So he's going to take six points of damage. Okay, that's another major wound because it's half or more, right? Yeah, if it's if it's more than half, yeah. I think it's more than half. I think I have to go over half. Oh, okay, never mind then. Um, there's still up. Um, Barry, or yeah, Barry, it's your turn. You now have your arrows back. Yep, put down, guy. 
Okay. Which one? Uh, let's see. The one that seems the most healthy right now. Okay, that's the uh, one that's staring. Yep, I'm going to put a flaming arrow in staring. Okay. Kind of oh, that's that's one of the, the drink specials at Bennigan's. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of put, put the flame in the staring. <laughs> All right. And that hits 38. Nice. So let's see. It's a. Uh, let's see. One. That's uh, nine points of damage. Okay. There it is. Okay. Two D eight. I've had all these dice beforehand. I'm sorry. Gonna roll this one. All right. Okay. So the arrow hits, and then it looks like it oddly like sinks into the armor that is like pitch black. Like it, the the. The f- the arrow burns through fab the the fabric that's on top of the armor, mm. and then it sinks into the armor itself, and it kind of like slowly sinks in as if it's like in slow motion as it goes in, and it's just the armor is just pitch black. Um, the companion of Starens will try to attack you, Butreon, since you really hurt him. Um, oh shit. We rolled a zero one. Um, better try and uh, yeah, dodge that one. I think. Well, I'm gonna um parry it. Okay, my parry is much better than my dodge. There we go. I I succeeded, but not uh, against an O one. Okay. So, yeah, look at my armor. And M pay roll twice and subtract both results from the defender's hit points. The defender takes full roll damage even if wearing demon armor since the blow evaded the armor. Where does that go? So, does my armor not mitigate any of this? It does not. Um, and you're taking 13 points of damage. Oh, that puts me at zero. Okay, so you're unconscious. Yes, and I will have a... Uh, I think I'm taking a major wound. Oh, that's right, because it's half, right? It's, it's more than half. More than half. Um, here, let's see. My beautiful face. Where did they go? We had. Oh, I rolled a four. What? Where were you when I was defending? Um, severed leg tendon causes limping or fused ankle bones, or a shattered knee. Okay, so the, so yeah, he fucks up my leg, and. I lose one D three decks, which is going to be three, and my movement is now one less. Dang! Damn! All right, I'm refiguring all this. All right, I'm just re- refiguring my uh, the stats that are dependent on that. 
It's now Starin's turn. And he's going to attack you, Finnan. Okay. I will attempt to parry with the sheep. Okay. O2. Ooh, nice. <clears throat> so his sword clangs off your shield. And Barry, it's, or Convex, it's now your turn. Or Barry, it's your turn. Ah, uh, yes. Well, or, uh, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not your turn yet. You, or it is your turn because you're down now pretty much because you got your 10. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, yeah. I'm unconscious. I actually probably need help. <laughs> or I might be dead. Yeah, it's your turn, Barry. What are you going to do? The sub, um, uh, what's his name? Butreon just went down. Finnan was just blocked. Um, Starin's attack with a shield. What do you so, do? my arrow hit black armor and didn't seem to do anything to him? Didn't seem to do anything. Alright. Uh, let's see. What this guy needs is what do I got here? Um, uh, okay. Um, we're going to try this then. I'm gonna try and magic. I'm gonna try to do some more magic. Oh, I get to make a luck roll to see if that happens. I'm sorry. I made my luck roll. Sorry, I was just reading it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you don't have the main roll, right? Right. Yes. You're still unconscious, though. Completely. I'm still unconscious. Yes. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to cast on Mr. Sterian um, Plasticity of Ballow. We're going to suck three points of size out of him. I'm going to suck you down a nib. Okay. Go ahead and cast your spell. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. Do need to roll anything on him? Because I'm, yeah, let's see. Um, I'm trying to look at that. Where is that spell? There it is. Uh, probably gonna have to do a. Um... Oh, you gotta touch him. Oh, I'm not unconscious. Sorry. Well, I, I, we we had extra hit points. That's right. The six extra hit points. I forgot about that. I'm at six. Okay. But I thought I was. So I, I'm assuming I'm just in shock. I'll skip my turn. It's fine. All right. Well, you gotta touch him. Well, if I had to touch him, uh, I don't like my odds of surrounding touching him. So I'm gonna try and touch my I'm gonna touch myself like an angel and shove some uh, growth into me. Okay. Yep. How yeah. much paper are you making yourself? Uh, I'm gonna go three size points. That should um, let's see, increase my damage bonus. Let's see, my size went from nine. To twelve. So my new, so my new damage bonus is damage bonus is strength plus size, strength plus size. Let's see, strength plus size and eighteen. Twenty-one, and that brings me up to uh no, that's useless. I would find that spell on myself. That does that would do nothing. I'm gonna not do that. Yeah, you don't have to cast that. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna just try and aim better and shoot him again with an arrow because okay. or you can shoot the companion or you can you know or shoot better you know oh uh, oh yeah could booze the companion yeah I'll do that all right 
we're gonna we're gonna shove through I'm gonna rub through I'm gonna rub to uh Fenon and shove three points of size. Oh god. <laughs> yes, we're gonna shove the growth in you. Where's that? That also works too. Yeah, the kingdom's faith healers. <laughs> All right, uh, you cast your spell. <laughs> yes, by the power of the chaos, get the growth in you. Take the growth in you. Oh, Does that dear. increase your damage? Levels? Um, I'm um, about to go. Yeah, what it does is it increases the size by three. Uh. Oh, woo! It's three size per MP. So that's six. I just threw him a six. Okay. Oh, I just read that. Okay. Uh, three, six, three, three, six, nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going, you're going by nine. nine. You, just you gave him nine. Size. All right. So he is now size 27. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your, what's your strength? My strength? 17. 17. 17 plus, you said what now? Plus 27. 27. So, yeah, your damage bonus is now 2d6. Jesus Christ. Holy fuck. Yes! <laughs> well, you might as well say it. You know you want to say it. Oh, Grace, go! He doesn't want to say that. He wants to say. Go ahead. It's clobbering time. Oh. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> uh, what's your hit points now? Con in size. 13 plus 27 divided by, two. divided by two. Divided by two is. You're 20 hit points. All right. Plus, plus the six. Plus six. And I lost right. one. Um, Jesus Christ. So as you grow, uh, Starin just goes, Ah, oh, you think I've never faced a, a beast of chaos before? Have it thee! And he, you know, um, goes to attack you. Okay. I'll, I'll try to dodge. Okay. Well, you dodge. Uh, 51, that's a normal success. Okay. Uh, it's now your guys' turn. Who is Dex Order? Well, it's Dex Order. You. Me? All right. Um. Yeah, because I think it'll be funny. I'm gonna uh, shield bash him again. See if I can knock him across. <laughs> Black Adam punch him into the up above the moon. Do it. How big is your shield? Like it's around your finger. Yeah, he's like attacking him with like a, a tea saucer. Uh, that is a twenty-five <laughs> of sixty-five. Okay. Um. Can I dodge those? Is that uh, something? Yes, that you can dodge. Yeah. And uh, if you fail the dodge, you still get a dex to see if you get. Okay. But hey, he dodged. Okay. All right. He dodges. About the damage that it does. Yeah. Uh, Butreon, it's your turn now. All right. Is uh is the companion still up? Yeah, and he probably should have done something, but I fucked up. So go for it. Okay. Well, sorry, I fucked up too. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him. I'm just going to put a rapier in his ass. Dang, give him the, the Gaddafi. And I hit. Um, dodge. He fails that dodge. Feel the blade of the Marquis of Chaos! 
Uh, he's taking one, two, three, four, five points of damage. Okay. Um, they're down. Uh, you stab them again. Oh, they you fall off the horse. I lick the blood from my blade. <laughs> uh, Barry Convex, it's your turn. Oh. Uh, I shoved some uh, growth into someone. I think it's time to. Uh... Okay. <laughs> All right, time to do the next best thing. Let's put let's put the pointy tip of flames into. Uh, let's see, one of these uh, guys is not uh, Sterian. Wait, what? All right, is there anyone else? But is there anyone else but Sterian still alive? No, he's the only one. All right, well, he's getting full. I'm going to shoot him again, then. Okay. I was so, I'm so hot that we being able to cast magic, I forgot. All right. And that hits. Okay. Do your damage. Six. Where's that other D8? Um... And once again, the same thing happens. And it oddly looks like it just sinks in. You are a practitioner of magic, so you kind of know he has demon armor on. Mm, I need that armor. Um, it's now his turn to attack. Um, he will now... You know, it doesn't work for anybody but the person who put the demon in there. He will now attack or he will now like see he'll switch his attack. Let's see. One to two will be very convex. If I roll a two to three, it'll be Finnan. Or three to four will be Finnan. Five to six will be Butreon. Five to six, Butreon. Um he will attack you. I will parry his blow. Okay. Uh we made his attack. I made my parry. Okay. So playing, and as the uh, as the swords clash, you can tell uh, his sword also has a demon in it. Uh, well, for for someone who eschews chaos, you sure enjoy the tools of our trade. Uh, Finn, and it's your turn. Um, all right. Well, since I'm now, I'm gonna drop this toothpick and belt buckle that I'm carrying around. I'm just going to grab him and uh, I will break chaos <laughs> over my knee. Okay. Your fish, I am crushing them. <laughs> uh, go for it. I think that's probably like a strength attack or, or something. Wrestling or brawl? Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Let's do, uh, do brawl. Okay. I would say grabbing someone. Oh, 03 nice oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Grab him. um you're just slamming him into the ground no I'm gonna break his back over oh, you you're breaking his back that's right okay um you you break his back or you just you you know you are you you give him the back breaker yeah it's 
it's nightfall. Yeah. Uh, the word crack appear <laughs> in midair, like some weird metaphysical thing. Uh, wow, it's Jim Aparo. And what do you do after? Do you just drop him to the ground or something or what? Um, I pick him up, break his back over my leg, and then just keep pushing till he's like folded almost completely in half. Okay. Demon armor that. And just once he's like folded completely ceremoniously. Mehi is now mine. <laughs> um. So you do that, and after a moment, he's the body slowly starts coming back together. Uh, Staren stands up and he says, he, he compliments you in saying that uh, you did not lack courage, and the honor of Lord Ariok is satisfied with this much blood. And um, he, uh, at this point, everyone starts hearing a rattle and ring of marching armed and armored troops. Uh, a trumpet rings out. Um, you guys roll, go, go ahead and roll uh, idea rolls. Nope. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And those that made it, um, I understand that you have heard the Templars of law sound such a call. Stern of Chaos retreats into the mist and is seen no Jesus more. Jesus <laughs> no, I'm out with him. From the direction of Mani. Do not worry. Left. When he gets to back to his his lair, he will be itching for ages. <laughs> <laughs> with a broken back. I don't, gonna think, need yeah. to be I don't think he'll ever be sleeping in a bed again. <laughs> I like you. Yes, silly. From the direction of Mani, Kilara of Law appears as she uncloaks her lantern. That's you see that she is a woman in white armor, as tall as Stern and stern of face. She says, I am Kilara, agent of righteous dawn blast and held in good stead by the puissant rulers of this isle. By God and by our sovereigns, I seek Stern of Chaos, where he passes blood flows. And here I see the grass is dewy red. And she looks at the two um, companions that are on the ground. She then opens a small pouch and exhibits that which is within a fresh. And she shows you what's in there: a freshly severed human tongue. Thus are punished those who slander, perjure, and blaspheme. She observes. How say you? And as she speaks, her troops ring around you guys. There is no chance of escape. I, I take off my helmet and um, say, oh, so uh, I guess this is what happens to Cloven the Clever. Oh, hamburgers. He went that way, darling. He's not wrong. He went that way. What happened here? He attacked us. Did you all fight against him? Oh, yes, man. Please, please don't make us sit in a room and stare at the wall. Please. Oh. Well, I won't do that, but it is a shame that you are just nearly imperfect enough to let him escape. Let's go, men, and they leave into the mist. Well, I did give it the old college try. Huh. 
Shame we couldn't have stayed around. We could have had a nice little chat. Okay, I have a question. They yeah. ride off in pursuit. Am I permanently this big now? No, okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't um, hurt at all. Here, let's see how long does this spell last for. Yeah, that is funny now that I think about it. They ride up on you and there's no chance of escape. You could walk away. Like, you as the size 27 person could definitely just walk away. You want let's a see. Um, where is it? Who wants Plasticity of Baldo. Oh, shit. Wes. Yes. Roll a D100. Okay. I'm 35. All right. On a result of zero, 0 the Lords of Chaos have tired of such entreaties and made the grant permanent. After that, the spell does not affect that adventure, nor may he or she cast it. So you don't have the permanent one, but it's... Um, doesn't actually say how long the spell is. Somewhere in there, I think. Range is touch chaotic temporarily increases or decreases the target size by three, six, or nine points. A spell's duration equals its caster's power in combat rounds. Okay. 21. There you go, then. Times, like, what, eight seconds is a round, right, or something? Okay. So, all right. Well, you guys return to Mani that night, since Mani is comfortable and safe, and you guys have those rooms there. Um, each of you gets one allegiance point to the balance since you guys helped the balance out this evening. Or if you were shouting about chaos, go ahead and give yourself a point of chaos too. Oh, I was definitely going to chaos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're a uh, madman. I know. He's uh, quite a fun looking painting we got here. You're a I just don't like, too, I just, I just don't like being kick, kicked around, that's all. Well, that on that, we both agree. I gotta say, I heal, I heal, and I hope people get he stomped under the heel. <laughs> Well, I I could certainly use some uh, of healing if you uh, if you're offering to heal if that's what you do. I I took well, a, I, well, I took yeah, a pretty pretty bad bad blow to my uh to my kneecap. All right. Um, how many wounds I, uh, do you have? I have one. Okay. <laughs> it right. was just a big one. All yeah. Right, I was an adventurer just like you until I took a um a sword to the to the kneecap. Alright. Time to magic and some healing. Gotta get that paper. Gotta get that paper. And uh I call that a adds a three. Yep, you get three points. Alright. Oh, thanks. You, you could go back to the fair and seek out, you know, positions there as well. Uh, let's see. What is what's my physics skill do? Let me check that. I'll use magic. Let's see what physics can do. Let's see. That that one was confusingly 
That one was confusingly written. Let's see. Well, in the morning, if you attend the fair again, Morbin and his scales are an ordinary sideshow. An insight or other skill roll discovers nothing special about him. Even his hair and mustache seem firmly attached to his head. Pulling on them proves to be an excellent way to make him very angry. But later the person who dared that finds a coin in his or her gear. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Oh well. Uh, as you guys you know, wanted to the fair, uh, later that day, um, a messenger locates each of you and delivers the same message. Oh, lucky one, a great man thinks you worthy of notice. If you wish a patron, be at the home of my master, the merchant Dabas. He who wealth scrapes the sky tomorrow morning. Oh, um, boy. Another job. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and physic you some healing. Oh hamburgers. No. Alright. Be healed. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. You set the bone incorrectly, thus crippling him for life. You have digitigrade <laughs> legs now. Alright. Have another two have another two points. Wait, I thought you failed. Magic. Oh. Healing and physic. I'm healing the spell and physics. I'm using. I both. love it. If if the physic doesn't work, all right, I'll heal you. Yeah. <laughs> We're shell poison you somehow. Oh, this calls for a round of shrimp cocktails. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get some potato skins. Mmm, <laughs> potatoes and the. Uh, that was the weight of shoot was where is it where is it the weight of doom thank you for playing it and it is 1110 yeah um and i would just like to remind everybody that during that battle uh Fennin wears a kilt oh that's funny <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my I don't know if the clothes glow, grow with you. I think they do, though. Oh. I think that they do. Well, that's probably for the best, then. Some big-ass half-naked dude, or fully-naked mm. dude. It's clobbering oh, time. It has a, a completely different meaning now. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who were, were listening or who will listen, thank you for listening. For those who were playing, that was fun. Yep. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so Nick, just so you know, Butrion is Latin for butter. <laughs> oh, God. And Siconia is Latin for stork. Butter stork. <laughs> Butter's storch. That's fucking fantastic. It was. All right. <laughs> Good night, Internet. Good night.